0: Hey folks, Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever you happen to be listening to this, I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day. Wanted to share a brief story. So a lovely, lovely person that we're working with unfortunately had an incident happen and ended up needing to go and stay in the hospital. And it was absolutely the right thing to do. Again, Hospitals, when you need them, are the absolute right place to be, and when you really don't need them, they are one of the last places that you want to be. Now, there's a lot that can be done to help and support people as they're going through their healing process in the hospital. I wanted to share with you just a few very simple things that can make a profound Different. So you ready for it? So whether it's you or whether it's a loved one who finds themselves in the hospital, you know, you don't have to battle the doctors trying to get them to do some different therapies or, you know, there's often a lot of pushback on supplements because the doctors are worried that the supplements might interfere with the therapies they're trying to do. And for a lot of people, it's either, you know, fight with the doctors, which can be exhausting uh, and and may or may not be successful for someone, or try to sneak it in. I, I've had people tell me before, uh, you know, that they're sneaking in supplements and things and having people take them, like, you know, keeping guard at the door and, and watch and have people take them while people aren't looking and, and listen. <clears throat> In general, not recommending you do anything uh, without clearing it for your doctor first. So let's set aside those kind of things and talk about a few simple things that you can do for yourself or for a loved one that can make a really big difference. Okay, let's go for it. So the first one is food. Now, it's no surprise that in most hospitals, especially here in the States, the food is terrible. It's garbage. It's some of the worst Processed food available and I know there are some initiatives to try and get healthier food into hospitals and I desperately hope that's the situation. So whenever it is possible, this is maybe one of the hardest ones here, but whenever it's possible, bringing or getting healthier foods into the hospital is a step in the right direction. So this can be everything from tapping your network of family and friends and having them bring you healthier choices. This can be, again, the the more difficult side of advocating for yourself. If you know you have allergies or sensitivities to foods, speaking up and trying your best not to eat those foods, it can be everything from having food delivered if you, if you have the finances and that's a possibility, whether that's, you know, different foods from, from the store, like foods that store easily, don't need refrigeration can be pre or whether that's having actual take, in, uh, you know, a uh, uh, prepared food brought in for you. But we can get too hyper-focused as well. Listen, if someone's in the hospital, they're in the hospital. The bottom line is the food is not good. And if we can supply people with food that A doesn't bother them, is more nutritious and healing, it improves their body's defenses, it improves the healing capacity of the body, and it helps them get out of the hospital faster. So whenever possible, either advocating for the healthiest food choices that are available there in the hospital. Remember, in a past podcast, we talked about good choices, bad choices, and less bad choices. And a lot of times in the hospital, it's a choice between bad and less bad. So we're making the less bad choices. And if possible, having home cooked meals or more nutritious meals brought in by family, friends, coworkers, or having it delivered if possible. The second thing, and this sounds extremely basic, but is simply making sure that you wash your hands. It's an unfortunate truth that there's a lot of nasty germs and bad bugs that live in the hospital. I was talking with one gentleman uh, a little ways back who was hospitalized for a flare of inflammatory bowel disease and while he was in the hospital being treated for that ended up contracting a nasty gut bug called C. diff which causes diarrhea and pain and bleeding, and was having to deal with all of the consequences of that. There's no way to be perfect here. Luckily, many, many doctors and nurses and all the practitioners are trying really hard, washing their hands, observing cleanliness, and we can take it just one step further. You can become very germ-phobic here, and that's not the point, but definitely doing your best to wash your hands because the number one way that we get germs into our system is by taking our hands and putting them on or in our mouth, whether that's in eating a meal or whether that's in just the unconscious movements. Many of us don't even realize that we're touching our faces or we're putting our fingers near our mouths, all of those things. So what anything you can reasonably do to keep those hands washed, so washing before eating, washing your hands or at least wiping them down after contact with the nurses or the doctors or the tax, just another little step you can do. Again, don't become germ-phobic, but take reasonable precautions. Now, the third step, so far we've talked about food, we've talked about washing hands, you washing your hands. Now, the third step goes along with that, and that's simply taking a probiotic. Now, it stuns me that basically 99% of people who go into a hospital are not given probiotics. Given that many people are put on antibiotics while they're in the hospital, and like we said, hospitals are reservoirs for some of the nastiest bugs out there, another simple thing that people can do is to take a probiotic while they're in the hospital. Unless you're seriously immunocompromised, you have severe issues going on, uh, taking a probiotic for me is a no brainer. Now you can get into specific brands and types of probiotic, but here's the deal. You will get benefit from any probiotic and very rarely will you get any pushback for it from a doctor. Simply say, you know, my, my loved one or I or my loved one are, are taking antibiotics or doing this, like to give them a probiotic and, and almost never are you going to get any pushback on a probiotic. So that's the third one. Now, the fourth one is a couple of dollars here and that is simply earplugs and an eye shade or an eye mask. Now, hospitals, they're, again, they're getting better, but generally not a place for good quality sleep for someone. Often the lights are left on. Often there's a lot of noise going on. And so a simple thing for a few dollars that you can do for your loved one is give them a pair of earplugs and an eye mask. Is it perfect? No, of course not. But it can go a long way towards helping improve the quality of someone's sleep. The other thing is to ask, respectfully, of course, the nursing staff and the doctors to try to limit sleep time wakings. So, of course, it's not always possible if someone's severely ill and needs to be checked regularly. I get all that. But if you're in a place where you're pretty stable and reasonable, then asking them, please, While I'm sleeping, don't wake me unless it's absolutely necessary to do so. Can we wait until I've woken up to to have vitals checked or to be given medication wherever possible? So by doing these steps, earplugs, mask, and respectfully asking to not be disturbed, we can improve the quality of someone's sleep. And improved sleep has absolutely been shown to improve the outcome in a hospital. So these are all steps I've recommended to our lovely person who unfortunately found himself in the hospital. Eat the best quality food possible, whether that means choosing the best available option there in the hospital, or having outside healthier food options brought in, either by family, friends, coworkers, or ordering it in themselves. Reasonably, not germphobically, but reasonably washing hands and trying to minimize contact, taking a probiotic regularly, and then last but not least, having an earplug, earplugs and an eye mask and asking to limit the, the, uh, being woken up to be given medications or to get vitals to when it's really necessary or when someone needs to be woken up. So these are four simple steps that you can take either for yourself or for a loved one that you find in a hospital. All of them except the food are relatively simple and easy and improve the odds that you can get in the hospital, get the help you need, get out of the hospital with a minimum of complications or other issues. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Listen, if you are looking for a community of people who just like this are interested in living a healthy, happy lifestyle, we live in a society where sickness, unfortunately, is the norm. And if you do what everyone else is doing, unfortunately, you will see yourself getting sicker and sicker as you age and live your life. But it's not Necessary. It's not fate. We can choose to live healthier lives. But one of the pieces of living a healthier life is surrounding yourself with people who also believe in living a healthier life. And so that's why we want to invite you to come join us at the ANH Academy. That's the Aspire Natural Health Academy. It is our exclusive private Facebook group. All you need to do is go to Facebook, type in ANH Academy. There are three simple, quick, easy questions that will take you less than a minute to answer. You can come in and be a part of the ANH Academy. All we ask is that you are friendly and that you're willing to help support other people as they go through their healing journey so you can be supported as you go through your healing journey. So I invite you, go to Facebook now, type in ANH Academy and join us. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Until next time. Take care.